This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. 2017 is going to be a volatile economic year. We may see politicians throughout the world attempting to control central bank policies. Several renowned financial analysts have warned that political interference in central bank policies may mean our economic misses of inflation and growth targets. Gold is an international currency that can't be issued or controlled by governments. If you don't have the only hard currency that has outlasted every politician and every failed idea of governments for centuries, you need to speak to Goldline right now and learn how easy it is to add gold to your portfolio or IRA. Now is the time to diversify your financial portfolio by adding gold. Call 1-800-913-GOLD. Buying real gold is easy and fast at Goldline. And you're going to be happy that you finally made the call. 1-800-913-4653. Goldline also offers price protection against short-term market fluctuations on qualifying purchases. So buy with confidence. Read Goldline's important risk information and find out if buying gold is right for you. Call Goldline. 1-800-913-4653. Prepare yourself to ingest current events, pop culture, and politics with a side of Latin flair. Batches? I don't have to show you any stinking batches! This is the Chris Salcedo Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Hour two is underway. Welcome to the Chris Salcedo Show. I'm happy you've tuned in, everybody. One and all, um, you just heard at the top of the hour news about what's going on with Devin Nunez. And I, l- l- let me just say that Mr. Nunez has, has been maligned and targeted by these Democrats. Chuck Schumer is one of them. Um, uh, Schiff, what's his name? Schiff over there at um, uh, California, Democrat California. Can't remember this guy's first name. I can never remember his first name. I got a buddy with the last name of Schiff. That's even why why I remember it. Anyway, they, they they let me tell you what I think is going is going on here. Nobody knows a Democrat like a Democrat, and they know what President Obama was like—a lawless, petulant little manchild who thought nothing of violating the law whenever it suited him. You know, President Obama was found by the Supreme Court of the United States to have violated his constitutional authority with various recess appointments. And Mr. Obama was the the type of liberal that says, well, violate the law now and ask, ask for forgiveness later. And he knew he would never be held accountable as a lawbreaker by the basket of biased press. Now, think about what Nunez has found. That Donald Trump, a political adversary of President Obama and his political party, was surveilled by the sitting opposition party occupier of the Oval Office about a matter matter that was not pertaining to Russia. It wasn't about Russia. So why was Obama monitoring Trump? If it wasn't about this this so-called interference with our elections, then what the hell was Obama's team doing surveilling Trump and his team? And it smacks of politics. Now, Devin Nunez, remember, he came out. Now, he visited the White House grounds, the, uh, the, the National Security Council grounds. It's, it's part of the executive branch. Because 
he has access as chairman of the intelligence committee. He has access to that intelligence, but you can't access it over there from the Capitol. There's no secure area to do that. So you have to go to the White House or, or the, the executive complex there. And people, uh, high ranking members of the intelligence committee have access and they go there all the time. Now, this is being spun by the dishonest press as, ooh, it was clandestine. Ooh, it was super secret. Oh, look, at what was he doing? What was Nunez doing there? And after his visit there, which was, he said, I, I wasn't being secretive. I said hi to folks. I said, hey, how you doing? You know, I'm, I'm here. I'm checking out some stuff. Because he was complying. He was complying with the rules. He doesn't play flat, fast and loose with na- the nation's secrets the way Democrats do. I mean, if this was Nancy Pelosi, she'd have viewed it in her office. And maybe Hillary would have emailed it to her on her unsecured server. (laughs) But uh, at any rate, oh, thank you, Danny. Adam Schiff. Adam Schiff. I just got a a tweet about what uh, Schiff's name actually is. Adam Schiff. Anyhow, the Congressman Schiff, who's full of Schiff, (laughs) <laughs> he uh he wants to see mr nunez gone old chucky schumer wants to see nunez gone because of this at our open hearing on monday i encouraged anyone who has information about relative topics including surveillance on president-elect trump or his transition team to come forward and speak to the house intelligence committee i also said that while there was not a physical wiretap of trump tower i was concerned that other surveillance activities were used against President Trump and his associates. So first, I recently confirmed that on numerous occasions, the intelligence community incidentally collected information about U.S. citizens involved in the Trump transition. Details about U.S. persons associated with the incoming administration, details with little or no apparent foreign intelligence value, were widely disseminated in intelligence community reporting. No intelligence value. So why was it, why was it first off swept up? And then why were the names unmasked and disseminated if there was no intelligence value? There's only one thing left. Politics. And this is why, because Nunez is getting close. And Chuck Schumer knows how much of a a reprobate resident Obama was. Nancy Pelosi, because they're the same type of people. They'll violate the law to get their way politically anytime they can. Anytime they can get away with it. And most of the time, because of the basket of biased press, they get away with it. But Nunez, Nunez is not giving up. And let me tell, before I play Chuck Schumer's soundbite, Let me tell you that I think that Nunez is very close to uncovering that. Well, maybe I'm giving away too much. Let me, I got to set this up properly. So Nunez comes out with all of this and the Democrats lose their mind. And it's not because he violated protocol or he didn't tell his committee first. That's not why they're losing their mind. It's what he found that has them losing their minds. There is somebody inside of the government who is leaking on Obama right now. Now, remember, all the leaks about Trump have been, you know, some of them are wrong about the, the, 
the, the call to Mexico and what was being said to certain world leaders, a lot of it was wrong. The other leaks were about, again, th- this unmasked information basically said that Donald Trump, his team, had had conversations with Russians. So what? But it was released in such a way to be salacious, to, be, to give you the impression there was some sort of coordination or collaboration there. There's no evidence of it. And what many believe, and I believe this, that when you dig down into the data, that there is, there is no proof. All this is is a bunch of smoke being thrown up by Democrats. And there's, there's actually a story on this in Politico. I'll probably get into it tomorrow. Or I can just tell you what it is now. Democrats are spending a lot of money. They're spending a lot of money to uh, investigate what went wrong. It's a Politico story. It's called Democrats Burned by Polling Blind Spot. They've got a, they've got a service to tell them what went wrong electorally in the 2016 presidential election. Well, wait a minute. According to the Democrats, the only thing that went wrong was, was, was Russia. That was the only thing. It couldn't have been because Hillary Clinton was the worst candidate ever. Couldn't have been that. Couldn't have been the Democrat Party has been betraying Americans for the last eight years. Couldn't have been that. Anyhow, so Nunez is getting close. And he keeps and he keeps on. He's he's and you know what? I think the reason why you're hearing new uh, Schiff and Nunez caterwauling so much is that these folks are in the know. These folks know what Obama did. And they're afraid that other elected Democrats might get swept up because if Obama goes down, he's not going down alone. And they all know how vindictive resident Obama is. And don't think the calls aren't going out. From team Obama telling all these Democrats, hey, if if he goes down. We're taking you down with us because you were with us. Chuck Schumer, you were with Obama every step of the way when he was doing this illegal crap. Every step of the way. Nunez continued. Third, I have confirmed that additional names of Trump transition team members were unmasked. And fourth and finally, I want to be clear, none of this surveillance was related to Russia or the investigation of Russian activities, or of the Trump team. Then what was it about? What was it all about? It was about politics. It was about tarring and feathering the incoming administration. Nunez is about ready to discover, he's about ready to uncover a concerted Democrat effort to use spy agencies and unmasked data illegally to undermine an incoming administration. He's about ready to uncover it, and that's why you're hearing Chuck Schumer say this. His actions look like those of someone who is interested in protecting the president and his party, and that doesn't work when the goal of the committee is to investigate Russia and its connection to the president and his campaign. That's not the goal of the committee, Chuck Schumer. Now, either you're a stupid man and haven't been paying attention, or you're hoping the American people are stupid to believe the lie you just told. That's not the only purpose of the committee, sir. And Molly Hemingway of The Federalist says that Chairman Nunez is closing in 
on some proof here. Representative Nunez explained that there was no place on Capitol Hill where he could view these documents. He had to view them in an executive branch computer. It sounds like he has a whistleblower who's actually trying to follow through what the proper rules are for getting this information. The other interesting thing that Nunez said today is that this information wasn't just widely disseminated to intelligence agencies, but back to the Obama White House. If that's true, we have further evidence that we have the makings of a big scandal, one that needs investigation, not just the probe with Russia, but how much the Obama administration was surveilling Trump and his uh, associates. Oh, it went back to the Obama White House. They got the info, they unmasked, and they used it as a political weapon. And this is why Chuck Schumer and Adam Schiff and these other Democrats want Nunez off this committee. Because he's he's uncovering it all. He's uncovering it. And this is folk that this is what's going to happen. Trust me on this. There all of a sudden you're gonna see Trump and Russia go. You're already seeing it out there. Trump and Russia going away. It's already starting to fade away. You know why? Because the closer that Nunez get it gets to uncovering what the Democrats did to Trump. Oh, look out. There's gonna be a deal made. We'll let Trump and Russia go, which is based on nothing. If you'll just drop this investigation into what Obama did with full knowledge of the Democrat Party. Back in a minute, the Chris Salcedo Show on The Blaze. He is a liberty-loving Latino conservative. Need we say more? The Chris Salcedo Show. Only on The Blaze Radio Network. Are you worried about your mom or dad living alone in their house? Hi, I'm Joan London. Listen, I know how difficult it is to find senior care for someone you love. That's why I recommend a free service called A Place for Mom. They are the nation's largest senior living referral service. Call A Place for Mom today. To receive free information on senior living communities in your area, call A Place for Mom at 1-800-803-6951. Taking in a little Latin flair with Chris Salcedo on the Blaze Radio Network. Adam Schiff, the ranking Democrat on the uh, Intelligence Committee, he's not your friend. You know that, right? He's not your pal. <laughs> well, look, uh, he I, wants uh, you I, try to, I try to say nice things about people. Uh, I know sometimes I say things that I probably shouldn't, uh, but the reality is, is that uh, I'm not going to disparage anyone. Uh, I'm going to continue to work with people. And you're not going to quit. So work. he wants you to quit uh, the investigation. You're not going to do that. Yeah, well, I'm sure that the Democrats do want me to quit uh, because uh, they know that I'm uh, quite effective at getting to the bottom. All right, well, let's hope so, Congressman. Yeah, that's uh, Bill O'Reilly last night talking with Chairman Nunez of the House Intelligence Committee. These Democrats are scared out of their mind. If it it was just, if it was just uh, Obama, many of them, many of them, uh, would be yeah, okay. Just let him go after Obama. He's out of office. He's no. But see, Obama. Remember what kind of cat he was. Obama didn't have great relationships with these Democrats. Obama 
didn't it was it was all about Obama. And if it, the, what these Democrats are afraid of is that now now that they're in the position of protecting his legacy, I'm trying to I'm trying to be very deliberative about how I'm describing this because there's a lot at play here, politically speaking. Obama's out of office. He's not supposed to be talking about anything, right? He probably he'll break his silence here shortly. He already has, really. So these Democrats are going to have to carry his water. He can't speak for himself other than through statements through his through his office, which he's not even supposed to do. I mean, Bush was savaged, didn't say a word. Of course, Bush was savage during his administration, was savaged after his administration and d- didn't didn't pipe up, didn't say a word, didn't issue any statements. Anyway, so these Democrats are having to defend the Obama legacy, not because they think he's such a great guy and because they uh, they really want to protect him. They were all complicit in it, not to mention the Democrat brand, which is already so tarnished. That, uh, you know, what do they lose over a thousand seats? I've heard varying numbers anywhere between you know, 1,100, 1,200, some say as high as 1,300 seats in the era of Obama. Uh, this, this, this country is more Republican than it's ever been for all the good it does us. But these, these Dems who want Nunez to stop because he's uncovering all of the extra-constitutional or what you might say illegal methods of Team Obama. So, uh, and then that's going to, the taint is going to rub off on them because Obama has been nothing but an albatross around the Democrats' necks. He, Obama was great for one guy, himself. He screwed the country and he screwed Democrats. Nobody is more, nobody is more up to speed on that dynamic than Democrats. Plus, some of them knew. I guarantee you that some of these Democrats knew what Obama was doing. So I, uh, I just I, we're going to be watching this very carefully. And the more the Democrats caterwaul about stopping Nunez, the more I'm confident he's on the right track, and he ought to be allowed to continue. Uh, Paul Ryan came out today and said, I, "I'm keeping him right where he is." <laughs> I have I have no desire to have Devin Nunez be anywhere else but on the House Intelligence Committee because he gets results. And that's that's what they're by the way, Nunez. Liberty loving Latino. <laughs> uh hey, uh, but, but we're gonna we got Ruben Everette coming on here after the bottom of the hour. And when we get him on we're going to be talking about a piece that he wrote. You might be a racist if. And he's talking about those who he fears are, are individuals who will utilize the illegal immigration debate to stop legal immigration. And he's, going to, he's pointing to a, some high-ranking officials, not high-ranking, just you know, elected Republicans to make his case. As if that tarnishes every Republican everywhere, which I've always pushed back on. But this whole idea that you could somehow be 
you could somehow be against illegal immigration and somehow lumped in with individuals who are racist. I don't, I've never bought that. I never, I never accepted that. Illegal immigration deserves to be opposed. It has earned America's opposition. It's why Donald Trump got elected. One of the big reasons. As we go to break, I guys, let me give you an example of how, of the, the way Mexico perceives this issue. From the Associated Press, the Roman Catholic Archdiocese of Mexico says Mexican companies that express interest in working on the border wall, giving materials or labor or what have you, uh, between the United States and Mexico, they are betraying Mexico, says, <laughs> says the Catholic Archdiocese. What a, what a statement to make that if you help a neighbor secure its southern border, then you're operating in the you're operating in a treasonous fashion to Mexico. That means that Mexico views as in its best interest the ability to illegal enter illegally enter into the United States. <laughs> it, isn't that crazy? And you're betraying Mexico if you if you donate your time or your expertise or you know. Uh, partake in commerce and, and give your wares to that end. What a, what a statement for Mexico's archdiocese to make. Back in a minute in the Salcedo Show here on The Blaze. The Chris Salcedo Show will be right back. The Blaze Radio Network. Here is the piece written by our buddy Ruben Navarrete Jr. You can find it in um, at mysanantonio.com. You can find it in other publications because it's it's critical of talk show hosts and it's critical of those of you who believe that uh, illegal immigration is wrong. Here's the, the title of the piece. On immigration, you might be a racist if. With apologies to Jeff Foxworthy. I don't know what makes someone a redneck, but in the immigration debate, I have a pretty good idea what makes someone a racist. You won't learn it from listening to how the issue is discussed on conservative talk radio, or as I call it, immigration for dummies. For instance, many right-wing hosts are in denial and insist they have absolutely no idea how the GOP got labeled racist. They don't deserve to be saddled with a title, the hosts will say. Well, I say that. Let's talk about it with my good buddy, Ruben Navarrete Jr., who is a nationally syndicated columnist. You've seen his writings, like in MindSanAntonio.com, but also in the, in the uh, uh, Houston Chronicle and also in the Dallas uh, Democrat Morning News. Uh, Ruben, welcome back to the Chris Salcedo Show. Good to be with you, my friend. I'll start with a correction. Uh, one thing I, when I watch the uh, liberal broadcast news, particularly CNN, on occasion, you know the anchors have a funny way of sort of rephrasing a news story, uh, as slipping in their own facts, and then the reader takes that, the listener, re- uh, viewer takes that away. You just said that my column said that if you're against illegal immigration, you're a racist. That is categorically wrong. It's might false. be, might be a racist. Might be believe. a racist. 
You could be, or you could not be. Right. But the very act of opposing illegal immigration, which I do, or, or believing in border security, which I do, does not make you a racist. Okay. In order to make you a racist, you really have to try hard at it. There are people out there like Iowa Congressman Steve King, who's a real overachiever in this area. <laughs> he likes to talk about how blacks and browns are going to be fighting each other long before whites become the minority. No, that's not racist at all. Uh, he likes to talk about how we should treat uh, Latino immigrants like livestock and cattle with electric fences. So there are lots of cases out there that I've chronicled over the many years where Republicans have said dumb, stupid, racist things. Now, wait a minute. Hold uh, on. Let, let's, 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 take, let's take Steve King's first statement there sure. about, about blacks and Hispanics fighting one another. Right. Uh, there is... Right. Uh, and, and, I, and I took in a liberal history class at San Diego State University, uh, 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 a very well-documented and understood attempt by the U.S. government back in the 1970s to get these two groups at each other's throats. And, and you know okay. about the history about that as, as well as I do. So the very idea right. that Steve King pointing this out, that this has been... Yeah, you shouldn't say that. A white congressman from Iowa should not talk about how He's not worried about whites becoming a minority because he thinks Latinos and African Americans will fight it out before that happens. That's that's a bad look. The optics are not good. But it doesn't make uh, him racist. Of saying things. I well, mean, it, it does. It, it, he's had a history of saying things like this. All right. Like I said before, and there, this is really not a, a, a judgment call. This is not like a ball, a tennis ball that was hit on the line. This is something across the line. There are plenty of things that can be debated one way or another, but some of these congressmen have gone too far. Years ago, when I wrote for a, uh, an outlet that you and I are familiar with, Pajamas Media, yep. and we've both written for them, and I wrote pieces uh, about this very topic, Victor Davis Hansen, who is no squishy uh, liberal, mind you, a conservative author from, from California, wrote in response to me saying, you know what, Ruben's right, I'm not going to defend these creeps, they can't say these things and not be called racist, I don't think every Republican's a racist, he said, uh, but clearly Ruben's right, and I think Ruben is right. But... As you see the debate and where it descends, there are a lot of folks out there who say that if, if, I, if I or other conservatives, well, not me because they can't get away with it with me, but they, you know, if Rush or any of these other uh, uh, talk show hosts. They don't, hit you. they don't hit you for being a racist. They call you, as they have called me, a race traitor. Hating ethnic. Yeah, a race traitor. Yeah. yeah, you're someone who doesn't like your own people. So, uh, so they say that, but. Uh, and maybe you have the answer. And, let, and and we had an earlier call who said, you know what, I, I, I because I'm so frustrated at the, at the lack of attention to the rule of law and that Democrats seem to get away with breaking the law, that I, I feel kind of racist. And I challenged him. I said, look, tell me what race illegal is. No, mm-hmm. uh, Mayor Mike Rawlings can't come on this program and tell me what race illegal here's, is. Here's nobody nobody can that. tell me what race illegal is. Yeah, here's the answer to that question. It's a, it's a rhetorical device around the idea of is there racism here when somebody says that Mexican immigrants are inferior to other immigrants who've come before, as you will hear on your Who show. Who says that? I will hear, I will hear from my uh, readers. Who says people that? All the time. All the time. People call in to talk radio all the time. They write to me all the time and they say, hey, my grandfather came here from uh, Italy or my grandfather came here from Ireland. Yeah. Now they, they came legally. But more importantly, they start to make a cultural argument and say they came here, they assimilated, they learned well, English, 
Look, I, I, don't, I don't know who these people are. They're not in elected office, and they're not people on, uh, on talk radio or people with an audience. What I can address to you is, is there is a superiority to those who come in legally as opposed to those who come in illegally. No? And as long as, as, long as the definition, Chris, is about legal versus illegal, then that's fine. But I'm telling you that's that all that's relevant. 20 years, well, two, for 220 years, every time we've had this conversation, dating back to when Benjamin Franklin railed against the Germans, if you read those quotes, if you, if you study that work, it's always about an inferior class of people. The real motto of America is not the third of Unum, it's there goes the neighborhood. Every single ethnic group who's come to this shore has been viewed as inferior to the people already here. That's just American history. And I always challenge people like you to tell me this. What point, if you think that what happened before, that the Chinese Exclusion Act, <laughs> letting out people who were Chinese, uh, keeping them out, if you think that uh, attempts to get rid of the Italians and the Irish and the Jews were all racist to some degree and bigoted to some degree, per- perfect. Tell me at what point in the last 230 years we had that poison taken out of our system. Well, I I, I, I'll, I'll address that. Let me reintroduce you. Ruben Navarrete Jr. is the most read Latino nationally syndicated columnist, folks. He's a contributor over there at foxnews.com and offers analysis and commentary on, on TV networks. And you've seen him in the Democrat Morning News, the Houston Chronicle, and, and other and other periodicals. Look, it, the, the the very idea that past sins inform the debate of today is absurd. That the debate. No, the, 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 well, well, let me let me address let me address it. You pose the question, so let me ad- are inferior. Let let, let me let me address let, to the immigrants of yesterday. That's the wrap. Let me address the question that you pose, and and then and then we can continue the discussion. What you put out there is that we've we've always had this uh, animosity toward immigrants, and I and I would Based say a notion of inferiority. Yeah. Oh, okay. A so notion of an, of a notion of inferiority. I can tell you that those who come to the United States of America illegally are inferior those who come to the united states of america illegally are inferior to those who came to the united states with permission i can tell you that unequivocally yeah well that's wrong here's here's no no, it's it's absolutely correct wrong because it's wrong because in this era today and for the last hundred years this conversation has always become about legal immigrants as well no no not this discussion not that not this discussion Yes, Tom Cotton, a senator from Arkansas, who I tend to agree with on lots of issues, has a bill before Congress right now to limit legal immigration. So your argument is somehow you hang it all on the idea that people can't. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the the cancer of. Look, Ruben, stay stay focused with me. Illegal legal legal immigration is wrong. Illegal immigration is immoral, and illegal immigration is bad for the United States of America. Period. I I, we we can have a separate discussion. The employers of illegal immigrants. We can have exactly a separate right. discussion about. Law. We can have a separate discussion about legal immigration, but I'm talking about illegal immigration, and I can tell what you. What you're missing is that we. You're, what you're missing is in the public discourse happening right now. And I looked at Tom, Tom Cotton's bill. I looked before that to Tom Tancredo when he was in Congress to build on a moratorium for legal immigration. Yeah. I looked at groups like the Center for Immigration Studies, there. All the John Tatton groups are all nativist groups that want to keep out legal immigrants as well. I'm not so dealing I'm not dealing with those so folks. Why I see my friend is that once once we start the conversation about the word illegal, it very quickly becomes about limiting all immigrants keeping out. <laughs> That's the slippery slope argument. And life. look, you can't justify allowing rampant illegal immigration by sitting there saying, Well, this this might descend into talking about legal immigration. I'm sorry, we have two no, I, defend, I would not defend it and I have not defended it. I know, but Rube, Rube, you've got it you've got to understand we've got Two separate problems. 
There are two separate problems. You've got illegal immigration and you've got legal immigration. They are two separate yeah, problems. You're being, dishonest because you're, you're being dishonest because you don't realize that those two separate problems, as you say, are routinely mixed together by people on your side of the argument, Republicans often, who want to get rid of legal immigration as well. And it's, it's a matter of public record. It's happening right now. It's in the news. Tom Cotton has a bill to get rid of legal immigrants. I, when the people come out against legal immigration, they use the same racist arguments. I can't address I can't address what other people are doing. All I can do is talk to you about the priorities of the Chris Salcedo show. And what I'm and what I vouch for those other people that we have no beef because that article says you might be, some people are, some people aren't. You cannot stick your neck out and tell me that there are not Republicans and conservatives in this country. I'll go further, liberals and Democrats in this country who want to keep out immigrants because they're racist. You can't vouch for that. No, and again, I don't. I'm not talking, and that's not the discussion we're having. You wanted to address a point before we moved on about about the liberal racists in our country. Go ahead, Rube. Absolutely, I know the liberal racists very well because they attack me whenever I stray off the reservation, so to speak. And I'll tell you this: I was giving a speech in Madison, Wisconsin, a few years ago. You won't find a more liberal city in America. And a person stood up in the back of the room. I never forget this. He stood up and he said, "You know, I'm a union member, so and so, so and so, Teamster. I've been a Democrat all my life." All my uh, relatives are Democrats, and my dad and grandpa were Democrats. Now, when are we going to get rid of these Mexicans? <laughs> I mean, and it undercuts it the union. I know, I know. It undercuts right. the union. It was beautiful. Yeah. It was beautiful because you never hear that in the media. You never hear that absent my columns. I've written a ton of columns about this, that Democrats kill immigration reform. They stick the blame on Republicans, but they do it at the behest of organized labor because they're concerned that if you legalize these undocumented immigrants, they're going to go take these jobs away from union members. See, want it, to make 60 bucks, 60 bucks I get it. I, I get it. And you're absolutely right. And we've so talked this idea of racism. Wait, Chris, this idea of ra- let's let's put down the party blinders for a second. OK, I hate Democrats and I hate Republicans. I'm an equal opportunity hater when it comes to the parties. OK, but let's not be blind and rally the flag around our our group of, of, of people, our party, to say that racism isn't a reality in the immigration debate practiced by both liberals and conservatives. Well, you know, and again, I, I, I don't deal with, with small-mindedness like that, and, and that's that's kind of the reason why I, I took exception you to your... Though. Well, no, I, I, yeah, yeah, you, you can't you fix... Ruben, you can't fix stupid. There are going to be ignorant people who are racist all, all anywhere, all the time. You can't fix that. All you can deal with is the issue, and that's what this show remains focused in on, and that's why when you write... Uh, provocative and you're a gifted writer nobody's ever going to question that on immigration you might be a racist if when you start listing all of these republicans like steve king and others as a as a mechanism to tar and feather are very careful democrats are very careful i have no doubt that chuck schumer uh, has racist tendencies for instance but he never but i watch him carefully i'd pounce on him if he gave me the opportunity but he's very careful. Republicans are stupid. They're not so careful. But well, okay, <laughs> but I, okay, we're gonna have to cut it off there because I am up against the clock here. Uh, this is a discussion we'll pick up at another time, ladies and gents. Uh, that is Ruben Navarrete Jr. Everybody, Nash is syndicated columnist. You might be a racist if check it out. All you gotta do is do a Google search, folks, and you will find it. Back in a minute, in the Salcedo Show. You're on the Blaze. Keep up with the Chris Salcedo Show on Facebook and on Twitter at Chris Salcedo TX. Just another way to stay in touch with Chris on the Blaze Radio Network.
Chris Salcedo. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. It's the Chris Salcedo Show. You guys know who uh, April Ryan is? She is this, uh, she's the White House correspondent for American Urban Radio Networks. Big lefty, big biased journalist. And she got into this back and forth with Spicer today. This is priceless. But you keep, I, I've said it from the day that I got here until whatever, that, that there is no connection. You've got Russia. If the president puts Russian salad dressing on his salad tonight, somehow that's a Russian connection. <laughs> that's, just, that's brilliant. And you know what? April and the other folks in the press corps, they're afraid of what Nunez is going to do too. They're, it's going to spoil the narrative. And they've worked so hard with the Democrats because we know that Democrats and those in the press, they conspire with each other. The WikiLeaks emails prove that about the basket of biased press. Every single person, no, I, well, no, that's, I appreciate your agenda here, but the reality is, oh, no, no, hold on. I have no agenda. She said, you can't hear her, but she said, I have no agenda. Like hell you don't, lady. We all know what your liberal agenda is. No, at some point, report the facts. The facts are that every single person who has been briefed on this subject has come away with the same conclusion. Republican, Democrat, so I'm sorry that that disgusts you. You're shaking your head. I appreciate it, but, but, I, okay, but understand this, that at some point, the facts are what they are. And every single person who has been briefed on this situation with respect to the, the situation with Russia, Republican, Democrat, Obama appointee, career, have all come to the same conclusion. At some point, April, you're going to have to take no for an answer. With- <laughs> she can't. Her Obama's gone. She can't. April, April of the American Urban Radio Network can't can't take it. There's a white man in the Oval Office. She can't take it. (laughs) These people who accuse us of being racist are some of the most racist people you're going to find. I'm not saying it's that's April's motivation here. Uh, What I will say is that April's motivation is liberal bias. And her job is to tar and feather Donald Trump, not to report things accurately. And you know what, April? You're going to have to learn. As Sean Spicer said, uh, sometimes there's just no connection. Remember, society's worth not measured by how much power is seized by government, but rather how much power is reserved for we the people. See you tomorrow. The Chris Salcedo Show. Part of Generation Blaze. Only on the Blaze Radio Network.